Hey guys, welcome back to Moon Iridescent. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Kimmy, and this is a lifestyle podcast where we can just reflect, discover, and be our most authentic selves. The quote for today is, The beginning is the most important part of the work. And this is by Plato. If you guys didn't know, I'm a current college student and this is my very last semester. Even though it's getting close to the end of this chapter in my life, it's really only the beginning of being an actual adult. For today, I've invited a friend of mine, Nikki, to join the conversation on our thoughts and feelings with graduating and what our plans are afterwards. And so, without further ado, let's get started. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Kimmy. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, so my name is Nikki. I'm a graduating senior at San Jose State, and I met Kimmy my second year of college. Speaking of that, what was your first impression of me? When I first met you, I thought you were pretty serious, really organized, had your life all together. Why? You just seemed like you really wanted to take on like leadership roles and you like having like a schedule set where everyone else is just like running around with their heads cut off. When I first met you, I thought you were like this fun party animal, like a little social butterfly. That's what I thought you were. Um, For background information, Nikki and I met through um, our sorority. And yeah, fun times. We're about to graduate. So peace out to that. What made you join a sorority? Um, Initially, I wanted to join freshman year. I just never really got around to it. And I met, like, a good group of friends, so I kind of pushed it off. But the second year, when everyone else started branching out and doing other things, I wanted to find my own thing and, like, meet new people. So I thought joining the sorority would be the best way to do that. And then how was your sorority experience? Like, would you say that it shaped you to become, like, who you are now? Um, I think definitely joining a sorority gave me more confidence and, like, better ability to, like, conversate with, like, random people from different backgrounds and meet a lot of people who have different views than mine. It shaped me in that way. Yeah. We also just had like our senior night yesterday. Um, and senior night is basically a day dedicated to the seniors that are graduating in the semester. And they kind of just like read off their quote unquote wills or senior letters to the chapter. Um, when you were writing your senior wills, like what were you thinking? What was going through your mind? I know you got into your feels a little bit. But yeah, walk me through that process. I definitely didn't think that senior wills would get like that deep. I thought it'd be kind of surface level, like I'm not going anywhere. I'm still going to keep in contact with most people. But it definitely got deeper than I expected. And like a flashback to like the past three and a half years, it made me soft just thinking about how like everyone meant to me and everything. How are yours? Um... Like I mentioned to you earlier, I think I have a hard time getting emotional. Um, I don't know how to pull it out of me just because like it's hard for me to recall feelings. Like I like looking forward and looking, you know, ahead of me, not so much behind me. So it's hard for me to like recall feelings and get in touch with all that softy stuff. If you put on a sad movie, I'll still cry. Like I have feelings, but (laughs) 
it's just <laughs> it's it's very difficult for me to be like oh my god I remember this one time we did this and like it made me so happy like I remember being happy but I don't really remember that feeling so maybe that's why it's hard for me to be like emotional and stuff but yeah definitely been through some ups and downs within their sorority and um, honestly Nikki and I we weren't actually that close until this last year right like it I think this marks like the full year that we actually became closer I mean we were in the same friend group but we just never talked I was on like the other side of the spectrum yeah I would say that um but yeah do you remember what made us start talking because I don't really remember yeah I can't really remember I think it started when we were still at the apartment and you would come over a lot Mm -hmm. I think it was when we started going out together like when I turned 21 yeah Or like that semester after we both turned 21 and like we realized that we would be the only ones left after everyone leaves. Yeah, okay, yeah, I think so. Well, what are your favorite memories? Like what is memorable about being in a sorority to you? I think just having that long lasting like friendships and relationships is super meaningful and like I'm thankful for them. One memory, as soft as it is, is like every bid day when like people hold hands in a circle and they sing like the if I ain't got you it's so cheesy but like somewhere in the chorus it just like hits different (laughs) and like it makes the whole like day like not feel like it was worthless I feel like we just started doing that too like it was never a thing we didn't do that when we joined right I never went to our bid day oh well it didn't happen (laughs) on our bid day we always do the cupid shuffle Yeah, I fully blame our house for making me learn the Cupid Shuffle in the first place. Wait, you didn't know how to do a Cupid Shuffle? Like, obviously, it gives you directions in the song, but, like, I would never have listened to that on my own, or let alone dance. Oh, you didn't even have these at dances? Like, school dances? Not the Cupid Shuffle, no. Not even, like, a middle school dance? No. Oh, my God. Our middle school dances were pretty raunchy. Like, there was a... um, there was like dance marathon a couple years before me, which canceled the dance marathons, but it was on the news for like too much smack to smack is what middle school? It was like eighth grade and high schoolers that were involved in the dance. Yeah. I'm so confused. Wait, you had eighth grade and high schoolers together? Like they could so it was a dance marathon to like raise raise money. Uh-huh. And so they could kind of like bring in anyone to oh. go and then you would just like help them raise money. Oh, okay. Oh my god. Like we didn't have all that ratchet stuff until high school. The teachers that would supervise these dances, like they gave up on trying to like break the students apart. So they just turned off the lights. Yeah, I feel like some high schools they let you get away with so much. I remember like hearing my friend, they're talking about like there used to be a chair in the middle of their dance floor. That was my high school. Like at prom, I don't remember what year, but some of the girls like dragged chairs into the middle of the dance floor and they were giving like guys lap dances they were just dancing around it it was just it was like really bizarre to see that in high school like I and I'm sure like they were all sober too because they wouldn't we had to be yeah we had a breathalyzer we did too yeah yeah so they were all sober yeah I was pretty sheltered in high school really yeah I don't see it Um, Let's move on to the next topic, which is things that we're going to be missing out on. 
since this is our last semester and it's all going to be online, um, there's a lot of things that, you know, we're not going to be doing and I was really looking forward to them. Um, I think I'm going to be missing out on like the free concerts that is usually held at the school. Like we just invite artists to come by. Like who had we had so far? We had Sage the Gemini. P-Lo, E-40, YG. Yeah. And I've never been to a single one of them. So I was really looking forward to, you know, kind of enjoy the perks and the free stuff in college. Um, So yeah, that's not happening. And I'm kind of bummed out on that. Have you been to a free concert? Um, I've been to all the free concerts that they've allowed for our school and then all of the um, up and up festivals too. Yeah, so I'm missing out on the free concerts because I've never been to one and I could have seen all those artists. Anyway, I'm also missing out on like the tailgate and the football games and stuff like that. I've never been to one. Um, I feel like American football is a very big thing on university campuses and stuff like that and I just I've never been to a football game yeah I've never gone to the actual game but the tailgates and everything before is usually pretty fun I heard that tailgate was I guess being removed from the stadium and they were like gonna ban it or like not have tailgate at all yeah so they used to do the tailgate that they banned was the one that was on like the dirt path it was like a whole bunch of cars could park everywhere and like have stuff in their trunk and just like set up tents um I'm guessing that they'll probably still have the school hosted tailgate it usually has like bouncy houses and like free hot dogs and like churros oh so that's pretty like, pg yeah so more cutesy yeah I think they would keep that just because they've also provided like bus fare to the actual game interesting well that would have been nice like did they give freebies and stuff like that yeah, I they gave like free plates, free hats and stuff. Plates? What do you mean by plates? Wait, like a plate where you eat on it? Yeah, it was pretty flimsy. I think I broke it halfway in. Free plates? Like what? Okay. <laughs> okay, well that those are the things that I'm going to be missing out on. What are you going to be missing out on? Um, I'm definitely going to be missing out on just in general a lot of concerts that were canceled that we already purchased. And also, like, the color run, all the bar crawls that we signed up for that also got canceled. Oh, that's true. I have never gone on a bar crawl. Yeah, we had a lot of plans for our last semester. Yeah, we did. I think definitely Shamrock being canceled, too. Like, our last Shamrock. Oh, my God, yeah. So, if you guys don't know, Shamrock is um, a philanthropic event that our sorority holds. Um, it, it's, like, the biggest philanthropic event on campus so yeah missing out on that ah i was gonna be a team captain this year i was gonna be a team captain too after my year of break i don't know what else i'm looking forward to oh i think um i was supposed to go to south korea missing out on a lot of vacation we were gonna go to um chosun university which is where i went to like two years ago but then this time, instead of going back to Seoul, we were going to go to Busan. Nope, nope. We were going to go to Jeju Island. So I'm kind of sad I'm missing out on that. I really wanted to go. Okay, now we're going to move on to the next topic, which is our thoughts and feelings upon graduation. Graduation is coming up within... Two weeks, I believe. Um, commencement 
is mid-December. Yeah. So how are you feeling about graduating? We're finally leaving and being set free. <laughs> it's so bittersweet. I feel like we've been waiting for this for so long and it's just been dragged on. But two weeks is like too soon, I feel like, at the same time. And it definitely seems like more of like closing a chapter when I move home and like 300 miles separates me from the city. Mm, yeah. To be honest, I'm, I wasn't thinking about how bittersweet it was. I was thinking more of like, wow, finally, like I've been waiting for this um, for a very long time. But I don't know. I think it's because like I feel like I've done all I could in college. Like I don't think that I, you know, regret not doing anything i mean like you know the small things like tailgate and concerts like short whatever it comes around um and you can always go to them so i feel like i've done all i wanted in college and yeah so i'm happy to leave i'm happy to finally be free from academia for a while i feel like academics was not my thing i give props to people who have the discipline to study and all stuff i mean like don't get me wrong like school's important um, but school is just hard. I don't think I have that focus. I have the attention span of a squirrel. Yeah, same. And then compared to the likes of Doug from Up a lot with my ability to focus, um, I'm ready for school to be over, at least in this sense. But I do plan on going into grad school and like being able to more focus on what I like. Mm-hmm. Have you applied to grad schools yet? They're due in a couple months and I'm working on them slowly. I'm doing my best to procrastinate those as well. <laughs> where are you applying are you applying like out of state at all or like you're trying to stay in california i'm trying to stay in california it's kind of hard when there's only two schools that have the major mm. but honestly i'm not too bummed if i don't get in i think it'll just be a nice break if i don't but i'll take whatever i can get i'm kind of just like not taking it too seriously at this point if i get in like i'll be excited but at the same time I can do internships and like work on other things. Well, you have a lot of options right now. And it looks like you kind of, if one doesn't work for you, you go for something else. I think it'd be super cool to just jump ship and like go to a random state and like start a new life for like a year and then experience that and come back. Oh my God, please make an alter ego. Oh no, I don't know if she'd know how to ask. Nicole. You know, you'd be Nicole in like Chicago. Okay, you can be Kimberly in Seattle. No. <laughs> we can start on Netflix original shows. I don't know if I'll ever, like, move to Seattle. I mean, I need to, like, visit there first before I kind of make my decision. I want to jump ship and go explore or, like, go work in a different state for a while and then come back. I feel like it's kind of what I need right now because I don't have that independence yet. Um, you know, I think the university is too close to my house. Like, I can just go home whenever. Actually, I go home, like, every day. <laughs> yeah, you were very homebody when I first met you. I think it definitely, like, teaches you a lot to kind of just throw you out of the nest and, like, have you figure out everything for yourself. Yeah, and I feel like being in a sorority, if I didn't put myself in those leadership positions, I don't think I would have been able to connect to people well or, like, be as active. Because I feel like going home, it takes away from what you could do if you were on campus or if you were close by to campus. And I do want to like live with other people first before I live with like my significant other. So looking forward to finding a job, 
a big girl corporate job, making a lot of money or enough money, and then moving out with some friends. Honestly, I've been applying to like a lot of um, companies and I'm interviewing a lot. Like I remember in the beginning of November, that's when like all the interviews started ramping up so much. And I had like two interview a day. That was insane. But we haven't found that one job yet. It's just difficult right now. So I think I'm starting to apply out of state. Yeah, I definitely don't know how you can do so many interviews in a day, let alone a week. I'll like prepare for one for like the week beforehand and I'll still be like anxious and sweaty during it. I had them back to back at one point, like in phone screening, since they're only like 15 to 30 minutes, I'll just like add them into a part of my day. That's basically what I'm looking forward to post-graduation. And then I think I really want to take my time to travel the world in my 20s, just because I feel like it's the best time to do that right now. Like a little bit later down the road, I feel like um, I wouldn't have much time to travel. If I'm trying to settle down by then or like maybe by my 30s and I don't know if it's going to happen, we'll see. Um, But if I'm trying to settle down in the next decade, um, I should travel now in my 20s. Yeah, I definitely think once you get your big girl job, like you have to work for those vacation hours and it just won't be fast enough before you settle down. Mm -hmm. And like buying a house in the Bay Area or Silicon Valley is just impossible. Everything here is like $1.5 million and they don't even look like $1.5 million. Yeah, you definitely pay for your location. I feel like in California, especially. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to save up money for a house here. Like I just, (sighs) but anyway, you're not going to ever live in the Bay again after this, are you? No, I'm moving back to SoCal and I'm staying in SoCal. I'm out of here. (laughs) You don't want to come back up here? I would come up definitely for like events or like birthdays or holidays or something, but my roots are in SoCal and I'm going to stay there probably and settle down. Yeah, I think honestly being in the Bay, like I I think I've been here for too long, but I do think that this is one of the best place to live. So I don't really see myself going anywhere else. Um, I don't know. I'm ready to just be independent and live my life. And the last topic for this episode is um, post-COVID plans. So Nikki and I were supposed to have a grad trip. Um, We were going to go to Greece. And that has been canceled due to COVID. So yeah, I still want to go maybe like after COVID ends because I don't know, I was like researching a lot and there were a lot of um, cool places. But since that's not happening anymore... We are trying to do something domestically. There was supposed to be a road trip to Portland, Oregon, and then up to Seattle, and then fly back to California. Um, Did you have any other plans aside from this? And your concerts, and your bar crawls, and whatever else you had planned? (laughs) Yeah, I think after I graduated, I think I was just going to go all out, like spend the summer, I don't know, hanging out with old friends and catching up. I didn't have too many plans other than like vacationing and like hanging out with my family just because I did plan to like go to grad school or like go off kind of wherever after. So I kind of just want to like go back to my roots and like reconnect with that. Cute. I want to like go. (laughs) 
I didn't definitely think everyone needs time away from home though. And I got my four years of it. So I'm ready to go back for a little bit. Mm, yeah, I didn't. I've stayed home for all four years. So I think I'm ready to leave a little bit and maybe find another home to settle down in. If not, like stay in the Bay and see which area is cheaper than the other. But I mean, they're all kind of the same. Yeah, but those were our post-COVID plans. And with that, it's time to wrap things up. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And a big thank you to Nikki for being on this episode with me. Um... Do you have any socials that you would like to plug? Um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. It's LOL Hi Nikki with two eyes at the end. Anything else? Um, you want to add me on Neopets? Same thing with one eye at the end. What about your Discord or your Facebook? That was a joke. <laughs> Please don't add me on Discord or Facebook. <laughs> okay. Anyway, please also be sure to check out all of my socials at Moon Iridescent or my website at MoonIridescent.com for more content. I'll see you guys next time. And until then, remember, you are ever changing like the moon. Live your life in iridescence. (laughs) How are you doing? Answer me. <laughs> I'm good. Time, time, time. Hold up, hold up. What do you sound like that? What? Can you hear you? Can you hear me? No, this is my podcast now. Hello, friends and foes. Nikki, if you're looking for like a rich boyfriend, this whole cycle is your place. Guy with nicer legs than me. So I'll go to, I'll go but somewhere. You guys, no, but you guys would like be there working out together. You know, you bond over the hardships. Maybe when I can make enough money. For now, I'll meet I'm him sure. at a park. Don't yell at me. That's nice. That's nice. I was trying to mute myself. I know. And you messed up. <laughs> okay, I'm back. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was like,